Great Harvest Worship Center Harvest, Krishna Academy Harvest, The Harvest. Um, and welcome to tonight's night's forecast. I'm Dr. Ray Lewis, your host tonight, and speaker. But again, I'm glad to be back here. Been off away for a couple of weeks. Uh, last week had the opportunity, and I actually wanted to show this. Uh, my assistant didn't help me get that to show it to you tonight, but I wanted you to see my award that I received. A lifetime achievement award from the President of the United States for volunteering and the support we did within the community. But tonight, I want to continue teaching about the power of God and the character of God. And so, we're going to go in. The reason I mentioned the word power is because we're going to be talking about a name uh, with L in front of it. Many times, you see one of God's names with L in front of it. Talks about the power, the anointing of God. And so we're going to be talking about El Shaddai tonight. And that means God Almighty. And uh, this whole character of God series is about knowledge. For one of the things that in Hosea um, that he talks about, he says, For my people perish, it is because of the lack of knowledge. And so we want to make sure that you have the knowledge. And the power of the Word of God operating in your life. So I'm taking the opportunity to continue to teach, uh, to hopefully build you up. For those of you listening in, kind of drop, dropping in and understanding the character which God is operating in the season that He's operating in your life, you would get to see how He does, what He does, and why He does it. And then that gives you a greater understanding and a meaning. And if you understand Him, you'll understand yourself. So that is my intent and my endeavor for you to learn. So El Shaddai tonight, God Almighty. And so God was known, especially to the patriarchs, by the name God Almighty or El Shaddai. And that's a Hebrew word, El Shaddai. And so uh, in Genesis 17, 1 and 2, it says, And when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord God appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am Almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. Now that's a huge endeavor uh, to do. And uh, Abraham hears this from God and he tells him, I'm God Almighty. And it reminds me, I wanted to take you to a scripture, it's my favorite scripture, in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. And there, in Jeremiah, um, 29, one of the things it says, um, and I love about it, for God speaking, and when he's talking, he says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not evil, to give you an expected end. Which means, where we are in our life, and at the end of the story, or the end of the event, there's God has an expectation that if you'll trust him through the process, even through the storm, and storms are not fun, nor are they comfortable to look at or feel. But through the storm, if you trust him, he says, I know the expected end. And if we really think about the power of God, think about the place that we've been, think about the things that have happened in our lives, think about some people um, that we know, and how at the end of the storm, God's, I'm still here, you're still here, you're doing something. Still have a peace in your heart. Peace in your heart. Whatever the story is, whatever that part. 
But the truth is, even if it was bought because God had his hands on your life. And so I'm, I'm glad I know that he knows his life was happening. And so tell me that I die on my And I will make my covenant between me and you and then multiply you see. These were the words shared with Abraham. And so I, I want you to have uh, uh, this thought uh, this understanding that if God is guilt, God, El Shaddai, operating in my life, if, how do I recognize the power of God uh, that he has and what he needs to do in my life? So if I'm seeking his face, and he says, not the door be open. God, I need your power, I need your anointing to change my life so that I can. And let me share this with you. Your life should just be changed because of something you want, but something he's called you to do on his behalf. And so he has no problem with your want, as long as you're doing what he wants you to do. And I think many of us miss that opportunity, but uh, and we live in a world now of entitlement, and we expect everybody to do for us and give us what we want, but what are we willing to do for him? But the devil shall I, the almighty God, what is he capable of? So the occasion was to confirm the promises he already made to Abraham and to make him a great nation. I, I want to remind us what promises has God made to you? What promises has God made to us? You know, one of the things that, uh, that really encourages me now is when going back to the promises God said that he would never leave me or forsake me. Well, there's a time better. it felt like I was alone. And then I had to remind myself of what he said and do I believe what he said? Because if I do, then I was recognizing it with See, you can easily not recognize something in somebody's sight or think they're not there. But if you haven't gone under and you still have presence in Bible, yeah, I would like to probably say that he is still with you. And the tank is on you. And so he said, but I will make my covenant with you and multiply you. And he takes the compartment of Genesis 12, 2 and 3. He says, I will make you a great nation. So this is the Almighty God who thinks that it's just so the company say, I will, I will. So those are the things that he will do. But most of the time, we speak of what we will do. I'm this, I'm that, what I want you to do. And I want to leave no room for God in my life. Well, I'm here tonight to be able to tell you I'm clear. Not, not the ones that fall down. My only like the way we can out places in the uh, it's, stretch. it's like a wooden. No, it's wooden. We had a uh, ministry conversation earlier, just talking and just thinking about, you know, where we are in life and where we are in ministry. And I thought, I didn't see this 25 years ago. I didn't see this place. I didn't see the lives, thousands that we have touched. Mm -hmm. um, a year ago, I went in a pile cabin uh, of all of our old records. Were four, and the records were filled from top to bottom, and they were filled something like that from front like to back, like completely. a white lord. And I was amazed at thinking four drawers it had to be. I mean, the screens may work too. I just don't. Yeah. In each drawer, not like the whole thing. Which easily, and I was on four cabinets, and I like okay, that's close to four or five thousand people. So over this this period of time, in our lives, and as a ministry of harvest, and at the school, we have had thousands 
I'm kids come from there. Some of them stay for years. This is a screen time to stay up there. But what what else are we? God brought them into my presence. God gave me an opportunity to be the presence. That's the mighty hand of God to create something. And who would have ever thought the young boy from North Philly would be here in Delaware and in Wilmington and Newcastle doing what he does? But by the power of the Almighty God, that's why I'm Amen. So I'm I'm glad El Shaddai being in my life. And he said, to make his seed the dust of the earth and the stars of heaven. Genesis 13, 6. And I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth. And I want to share with you. God is to be encouraged because when I know God can operate in El Shaddai, Almighty God, and then I'm talking about Abraham, and he's talking about his descendants. So if we believe the scriptures, how many know we're the children of Abraham? So we are the seed of Abraham. And I am, that means I'm a descendant. And according to scripture, it says the descendant, as the dust of the earth, so that a man could be numbered in the dust of the earth, and so should your descendants also be numbered in us. So there'll be an increase. And I believe that because uh, the number of people that are on the earth is, uh, has grown exponentially and into a place. And one of the things we've got to be convinced of is what are, who are we and what are we supposed to be doing? I want to encourage somebody to allow El Shaddai to work in your life tonight mm -hmm. and to keep you uh, focused on who he is and what he's come to do. There's nothing greater than your personal mm -hmm. vision and mission. If you don't understand your purpose, well, we can adjust the door, right? You know well, no. Is that yeah, if you don't understand it, somebody will give you one. Fix it to fit. I, I think that's a good enough And I can assure like, picture. you, won't be the one that's supposed to be on because it's something someone else has chosen for you. And no one can choose perfectly but El Shaddai to give the life to each and every one of us. Amen? So that's I'm going to have to get a measuring tape. Uh, that's crucial. Mm -hmm. I can't really tell. It is crucial. They're uh, saying on here 12 that. foot. And so he says here, and the Bible says that Abraham believed Jehovah, who reckoned him for righteousness. But then years passed, and Abel had no child. One of the things that he promised a child that it would be his seed would be great. But I, I need to encourage somebody to like, how many of y'all have been to a place and it doesn't look like the place you thought you were going? So he's being told at 99, he will have a son, many sons, and his earth and the earth will love him. At 99. I wish we all know by that point in time. He stopped working. But uh, he believed God. According to scripture, it says he believed them, which means his faith was an act. And when he believed God, he said, faith without works is dead. And God commissioned them to say, hey, go get with Sarah. But Sarah laughs with him. But when he, when he does what he needs to do, in fact, she says, take my hand, baby. Let me see if this really works. And you know, that's the problem here. We want to help God out this time, too. So, yeah, uh, I was going to say like 130 to 150. Oh, it's working. Because uh, really we get an Ishmael, who is not the son of promise. But then it doesn't take long for Sarah to get it right. Repent 
and obey God. But it will show you the power of God to go against the power of nature. That's my point. God is greater than that. God can change all the circumstances, all the situations. So all of a sudden, he has the Son, and he is the Son of Power. And from him, becomes the great nation. Israel produces his so not expensive. And out of them, produces nations of people. And so the numbers continue to multiply exponentially as they expand out. And so um, we see faith with God has rendered him as righteousness, and it brings him. Nothing is impossible with him. It is precisely the point of connecting that the promise and the seed is confirmed. And again, all of this through the power and the anointing of God on our lives. It is God that places the ball for us. God that created it. But why? He created it with a purpose. And the problem we have is because we do have choice, we have taken it for our own. And in lots of places, God has been put out. I want to encourage you tonight to allow the power and the meaning of the El Shaddai, the power of God, to be operative in your life. You say, well, how do I do that, Pastor? You know, how do I receive that? You know, one of the things is to get to know him. And one is understanding his character. Let's call him on him. Take us the time to hear his voice. And so let me talk, do a little explaining more, a little more explanation into the meaning of El Shaddai and what El Shaddai means. The term God Almighty does not mean all-powerful, but it, it does not just mean the all-powerful, the mighty, the power to be able to do anything and everything at any time. Certainly, there cannot be anything beyond God's power. This indicates the Word of God. In the name of God Almighty, there, there are different meanings. L stands for might. So quickly, L stands for might. Power, omnipotence, and in his name connected especially with creation. So El is a derivative and derived primarily from Elohim. And we that was one of our words earlier, or one of our names that we talked about previously. And so with regards to God Almighty, God Almighty, or El Shaddai, the idea of all might and all power is abundantly expressed. I think that's what he was telling the walls for. That boy, so that was just I don't think there's any greater power than God. According to scriptures, there's nothing impossible for God. And, you know, one of the most amazing things for me, um, and constantly I share with our students here at the school, is that this little piece of real estate, little piece of real estate, how in the world 8.6 billion people and not one of them are duplicated. I mean, I can't even comprehend that. Because that's just why can't it be duplicated on that little piece of land? Well, I think that history is alive. There's not one person. And by the way, the big six, 8.6 million people living on Earth would have live skin because what about all the people that died? And they think of no match. Is that powerful or what? So for me, to start thinking about the power of God and, and coming in and understanding the world is that, that creation. And when he spoke it into being, man, what power, what force that exists within him. Yet, how much of that he wanted for you and I? How much did he want 
to express that in our lives. Amen? And so, you know, as we get there, uh, in this name, the El Shaddai, Shaddai is like, so we talked about the El. El means um, is the, the Almighty and power. The Shaddai, which is spelled S-H-A-D-D-A-I, is directly derived from the Hebrew word Shad, which means a woman's breast. The pores or the, sh the shredder, fourth, of blessings. Shaddai, therefore, means first, one who compels nature to what it is contrary to itself. The one who reveals itself by special deeds of power. Second, the name means to a poor, fourth of a temporal and spiritual blessing. How many of us could use a blessing tonight? And so we go, you know, we make statements like when we get something, we bless. And I don't think blessing is things. I think when he's pouring forth blessing, he's pouring forth power and anointing. We got any um, at-home COVID tests or no? Yeah. So somebody, you know, I, I've been talking to somebody tonight that's been talking about things that you have to overlook. But if you really look back and think about the power of Shaddai, El Shaddai, but seeing him pour forth his love, his kindness, his grace, his blessing, his grace. You know where you've been and what you've done. Yet, his grace and mercy endures forever. He still loves you. He's still keeping you. He's still protecting you. And he's continuing because he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So we see that the name emphasizes God's ability to handle any situation that confronts his own. Now, how about that, too? There's nothing too great for God. There's nothing going on in your life. That if you wouldn't share with him, that he wouldn't intercede on your behalf. But if there's a sincere desire to see God heal, deliver, and set free, then you've got to seek his faith. You need El Shaddai. And when he's operating in that one manner, that order in your life, all things are possible. So that's what I want to encourage tonight. God wanted Abraham to know he was in control of every situation. And so, this is important because earlier in the day I said as well. In, in Abraham, in reading that, that, that caption in Genesis, we find that God is walking with him. He's playing, I need you to come take a walk with me. And they walk to some places and they show up at some towns and some cities. Don't look like God. Some trouble there. There's some problems there. How about you? You have some in your life. But then God being with him, walk with him through the problem, through the circumstance, through the situation, which means there's no circumstance or situation too great for God. In fact, every one of them, he delivered him out of until he got to the place where he wanted him to be. How many of us are willing to trust God, believe God, and stand with him by faith, even through the process of going through a storm? I like when he says, those that walk through the valley, the shadow of the valley of death, 
So he said, walk through it. He never said, make a home there or stay. He never said you had to be there forever. He just said you had to go through it. Now, I, I like to take that concept because uh, I got a chance to see mountains and experience what a mountaintop looks like and experience what a valley looks like. And going through the valley, and I was on a, I, I cheated, I didn't walk there, and I was on a zip line. <laughs> but getting on the zip line, you just going down to see the valley. In the valley uh, is a situation that's a little darker, it's a little cooler. Um, but ultimately, in order to get up to the side of the next mountain, you have to go through the valley that's between the two of them. So you can't stay on any one mountain forever, yet in order to get to the progress of the process of where God wants you to be, you're going to need to go through the valley. And so that's so important um, for us. And so, you know, and, and I think, you know, I had a, we were talking the other day about priorities. I think sometimes, you know, right now God is not a priority in many people's lives. We start doing everything else. You know, so I want to encourage you to have that in order for El Shaddai to, to prosper in your life and to move in your life, and to do the things he needs to do. Um, it's important that you open up your heart, your mind, and your spirit to receive him and allow him to be who he is. And so allow him to emphasize on his ability to handle situations in your life. Just as God wanted Abraham to know he was in control of every situation, he wants to take care of him. He wants to let, he doesn't want to let his mission fail. He doesn't want you to fail. He wants you to trust him. He wants you to call on him. He wants you to utilize him. You know, I, I constantly uh, think about that. There's times when uh, somebody has called me and asked me for help. And then I wanted to provide help to me. Well, basically, they didn't want the help the way I wanted to provide it. They wanted the way they wanted I'm thinking, but if you need help, you need to allow me to help you the way that I can. And I start thinking about God. How many people God has endeavored to help in his, their lives, yet they rejected the help because it didn't look like what they wanted. And, and, and so this is why I want you to know the character of God, because I don't want you to miss God in your life. I want you to know his hand. I want you to know his power. I want you to know his circumstance and how he operates. So when you do, you can see, well, you know what? I, I better be a little more confident and aware of what's going on because this is the hand of God. You know, God operates this way. And here's the perfect one right now. They're knowing him, because El Shaddai, all powerful and almighty, okay, does that mean he just comes in and shakes up everything? No, he won't do that without your request. Faith without works is dead. He needs you to call on him. He needs you to believe in him, and then he can operate in it. So when that happens, so all of a sudden, you know, that's if you give me a word of encouragement, you give me a word from God, I believe it. The next thing you'll find me doing it. And why? Because I believe it. And you can't get it unless you do it. You cannot become something unless you know it. Ah. So God wanted Abraham to know he was in control of every situation. El Shaddai is the one who nourishes 
How many of you need nourishment tonight? Supplies, satisfies, the all sufficient and all bountiful is giver of the Holy Spirit. He said, he told, I'm going to send another comforter. And he did. And it is that Spirit of God now that is available to you and I, readily available to all of us, same Spirit, same God, all at one time in all of our lives. Yet He give me what you need and give me what I need, all at the same time. How, how powerful is that? How powerful is that? So, this, you know, and this is the El Shaddai, the, the Almighty, the Breasted and Bountiful. Self-sacrificing love, giving and pouring out of himself, he has done for us and us. And so, too often, um, really to get to know God, you know, he said he gave his only begotten son. He poured out a piece of him to go into hell on our behalf. Here we are, here we are in a place in a time of our life that we are guilty, and yet. He sends his son to take the guilty plea on our behalf so that we could be released and we would repent. And repenting in the name of the Lord Jesus gives us access to freedom. It's a get out of jail free pass. So don't misuse that and don't abuse that and think that I'm talking about greed and grace because that's not what I'm talking about. This thing works, but you gotta work it. Don't play with it. And that's what I want to encourage you. So that's the power that exists within God. It's the power of his anointing that occurs. And so, um, it says, he can nourish and strengthen as the breast nourishes and strengthens a child. God receives his vision on the Isle of Patmos where the Lord declares, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, which is, which was, and which is to come. El Shaddai, the Almighty God. I thought of that. How about that? John being isolated on an island, yet he spends time having conversation with God. And God is encouraging him of who he is what he has done and how and what he is going to be. He is everything that was, he is everything that is, and he is everything that is to come. Isaiah, whereas you have been, and I'm, and I'm going to that you've seen these in different phases and different places throughout the time, throughout history, you can see God moving as El Shaddai. He said, uh, But God is your Father, and He will help you. And by the Almighty, who blesses you, blessings of heaven, above the blessings of the deep, lies beneath, blessings of the breast of the breast and of the womb. And in Isaiah 60, 15, he says, Whereas you have been forsaken and hated, so that no one went through you, I will make an eternal excellence, a joy, and many generations. You shall drink dry the milk of the Gentiles. You shall milk the breast of the king. And you shall know that I am the Lord, your Savior, 
and your Redeemer, and the Mighty One of Jacob. These are different places in Gera talking about Isaiah and his expression of identifying the power and the might of God. And the next place you want to get to in El Shaddai is when God revealed himself. So, how many know God is a revealing God? How many know God is not hiding from you? But I believe he was hidden for you. But he said, seek, and I shall be found. He talked about the mystery of the word. If you would not, again, if you would search and seek, you would let a reveal to you just so you know. I am, but that's one of the most encouraging things for me, especially as I read the Bible. Um, and you could read the scripture a hundred times and read it a hundred and one, and all of a sudden it comes different. That's the power of El Shaddai. Because why? He can, the word itself will never be exhausted. So out of that, he reveals the real revealing when our relationship. I think Paul Paul too. El Shaddai is kind of the back. When he thought he could reconstruct, rebuild, redeemed. So there's a reading in front of that. And what happens is anytime we see reading, he does And I believe that anything that's been redone is usually better on the camera. The clip. Hello? Somebody have read that video. The second one is always better. Because they've already found in the first one. So God reveals himself to Abraham this way. He is sufficient to revive the deadness of the human body. Think of healing right now. You know, someone is going through these challenges of life, and I want to encourage you right now. Black washer, right? That God can change the circumstances. Again, it's about no relationship with Him, and you allow Him to operate in your life. Okay? I can't tell you how to do that other than Did it work on Sunday? Yeah, it's not just the faith of God to operate in life. I can't do it for you. But I can tell you how. And if you'll do this and you'll trust God and you'll believe God, then these are the things that God can do. Again, you know, uh, just he can revive this. And if he speaks something, and I'm often reminded that he has spoken into your life a promise. And you have yet to fulfill that promise. Okay, cool. I'll go to my day. They came and they were triple. I believe this is what I believe. So I had to revive it. So they'll be here. They'll be here Friday. Okay. What's this for? And God is not a man who lies. So his expectation is that he would fulfill it. The question is, many of us have turned our back on what we thought. We took the time. There's a lot of things we've gone by. We've done some encouraging. He can revive the dead. Glory to God. It was important for the king of Abraham that he needed to let Abraham know. You ain't the first guy who was for the first 99 years. For the next few years after, it's not going to be the same as the first time. So he changed his name. And and it's he's saying from Abraham to the father of his daughter, to Abraham, a father of multitudes. And remember, that's 
equivalent to what he told him he would be, the father of many nations. So father of multitudes was important because you are a derivative of what your name is. That's one thing. You get a chance, research your name. Find out what your name means. Okay. That's a sidebar. Genesis 17, 6 is, I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. This is what God said to Abraham beyond at 99, promising him what he was going to do in his life. And Abraham believed. And as we know, we are the seed of Abraham today. So tell me God's word is true and genuine. So I am taking this time to share uh, these characteristics of God is because many of us have not recognized in our lives because we keep looking for the big wow instead of the Just by allowing us to love on it. Just by Giving us out of the we didn't know how to move it out, we delivered it out. Isaac to Jacob, this is in Genesis 28 3. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, that you may be an assembly of people. God to Jacob. He says, God said to him, I am God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply. You keep hearing him, be fruitful and multiply. A nation and company of nations shall proceed from you, and kings shall come from you. We see this in time again. I first think about the one Isaac to Jacob, Abraham, God to Jacob, Jacob to Joseph. These are ones who they're, they're passing on these blessings and they're confirming this of El Shaddai into the other's lives, into the children. Well, I'm taking the liberty to do that myself into other people. I want to do that into your life tonight. I want to speak life. I want to speak encouragement. I want to speak to you that you would recognize the hand of God. You know, that reminds me, we have a sister here in the bank with me, and she's in the, in the, uh, in the audience here at church. For those of you who are watching on, and uh, my wife and I had met with her at a meeting at, a, at the hotel, we invited, uh, she actually had coordinated a meeting with um, some advertising people, and, and, and she was helping us with it. And we had called her, we had spoken to her in a couple of years. And she said, It has made me feel alive again. I never forget that because I thought that was, that was like profound to me that, that God was doing that. We didn't do it, we were only being. God had done and how significant and important it was to my sister. And you know, and I got excited. And, and I'm still talking about it. That was many years ago. But I'm still talking about it because it was how well should I? And he, by the way, he uses people to express his power as well. And so how could you, you know, I don't personally have the ability to make somebody feel alive. But she 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 was excited. You see the smile on her face, you see the joy. And that was encouraging. And that was the that was the spark that brought us back together and back into ministry. And it was encouraging because you never know who and how and when somebody needs you. But it 
not have to operate it through us. That day, so avail yourself. How important that is. The all-sufficient one. He said, John, I am the vine, and you are the branches. He who abides in me, and in him bear much fruit. And without me, you can do nothing. My God, I believe that today. So what have we learned about the names of Almighty God, El Shaddai? The name speaks to us, the inexhaustible stories of God, the grace and the self-sufficient love, pouring itself out, pouring itself out on others. It tells us that from God comes every good and perfect gift. It tells us that, that he's never weary of pouring. Remember, I said he's working on all of us and all the time, and uh, there's people all over the earth, and uh, it's night in Africa right now and in China. So he's still working at night. He working during the day here. You know, whenever it is. So and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So I need to bear all our needs no less according to his riches and glory. In Christ Jesus. How? According to his riches and glory. In Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is the anointed one. It's the riches and glory that exist in him. That is which is power in due thousand. Hello. And so. The milk is made in the breast before a child is born. Christ was already there we died. Amen. This illustration tells us that El Shaddai has already provided for us. I want to encourage somebody tonight to pursue you. Thinking, you know, I need the power of God in my life. I need things going on in my life. What if I told you it's already there? You just got to claim it. You got to walk in it. Because he's already done it. He doesn't want any less for you. He wants greater for you. So whatever your need is today, four or five years from now, God has already made a provision for those things. I'm, I'm starting to see that. I'm starting to understand that. That as, as, as life is pouring out, man, this is lining up. I'm ministering to myself right now. It's pouring, you know, it's a down the road. I told you a lot when I started out, I couldn't see this where we are. But now it's on the hand of God. And so there's some things that he's already provided for down the road. There were some things he's going to provide for tomorrow. There's some things five years from now that he already has in place. Now, I've talked about them, but I didn't see them going out walking. They're coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is not David Clayton. I'm speaking the word of God. I'm declaring what he said. Hmm. I can see it. I can see it. So whatever our needs are today, five years from now, God has already made provision for those things. He does not need to meet our needs even day by day. He meets every need we could now possibly have from before the foundation of the world. This is what the name, the name El Shaddai. God is telling us 
that he is the provider. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. Somebody shall hallelujah. I believe tonight that giving to know and understand how much God allowing to operate and work in my life to be a to place I do not have a want. My needs are already met, and I just gotta act like it, walk like it, talk like it, and be who God has called me to be. I want to encourage you tonight. Get to know El Shaddai in that manner. If you could be who God has called you to be, you could do what God has called you to be. And you can change the trajectory of your life because of the power of El Shaddai. Amen. I want to give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. I want to remind you too that if you're out there, I will invite you in to come visit us here at 1101 Delaware Street and you pass the Delaware and be a part of what we're doing last week. But even right now, if you want to shoot questions, uh, something to um, our page, let us know. Those of you may have something to say, uh, we'd like to hear from you. Amen. You can email us. Um, you know, I can be reached at Pastor Ray at fhwcchurch.org. Uh, I'm interested in hearing from you and in talking with you because we need to take the time to pray with you. Amen. Uh, we have multiple ministries going on here. We would invite you to be a part of that. Uh, I think they're very, very important. We are uh, a ministry that strongly in teaching and education. And so, um, Big part of what we do is those areas. And let me share with you, there's no shame to the game. If you missed anything in any place, we welcome you to come be a part of that and to get what God is doing uh, here at Harvard. And so our door is open to you. Uh, again, we have a number of things going on beyond even the ministry. We have a lot of natural functions within education, adult education, men's ministry, women's ministry. Uh, and protect families, uh, relationships, uh, many relationships being torn apart and being divided with the enemy, and people just going from relationship to relationship to relationship with the baggage from each one. And then by the time they get to the next one, they don't, they don't just have one bag, they have three. Um, but we have a relationship uh, building uh, counselor as well here. I want to invite you out. Come, come and talk about it. Come meet us. Okay, um, we want to encourage you. Faith Harvest is doing a number of things. And so that is important to talk about to you. So again, come meet us at 1101 Delaware Street, New Pastor Delaware. Also, we want to encourage you to give, support our ministry. You know, uh, they were, last week was Giving Tuesday, but we don't want you to just give on Giving Tuesday. You can give tonight, and you can support the ministry for the work that God has called us to. We are utilizing every Every dime and every dollar that comes into this ministry is goes exactly to where it's it's, it's supposed to be to help support the kingdom of God and to grow the work. So we want to encourage you to sow and harvest. Believe it's going to be able to come up on the screen. It'll be coming up on your screen very shortly. Send in a love offering. Go ahead and the QR code that comes up. You can scan that and give today. Amen. Hope to see you in the place. Turn the recording volume down. He's done. At 10 30 a.m. And we'll be back here recording the main one at 7 o'clock. God bless you. We love you. And hope to see you.
No questions? No questions for me? Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. You are welcome.